I'd like to welcome you once more and again to the podcast, Players in the Game of Life. Today I have a very interesting subject, one that most people say, even Tupac himself, has said, you can't judge me, or only God can judge me. Well, let's see. We're going to talk about today, why is it that Christians are so judgmental. One of the most widespread arguments against Christians is that we are judgmental, or always imposing our views on others. Often this criticism comes in response to us who speak out against behaviors and lifestyles that God judges as sin and has declared to be an outrage to him. We live in a society where everyone does what is right in his own eyes, where people insist that there are no moral absolutes, that each man should decide for himself what is right or wrong, and that we should tolerate, which in their minds essentially means celebrate sinful activities. Those who take seriously the biblical warnings against sin dare speak out against evil are written off as religious fanatics. And all Christians are ironically judged as being judgmental. The scripture that is used the most to support the idea that Christians should not judge is Matthew 7 and 1 where Jesus says to his disciples, judge not that you be not judged. It is one verse that many unbelievers can quote. Another popular saying taken from John eight and seven is he that is without sin, let him cast the first stone. But when we read these verses in their immediate context, it becomes obvious that Jesus is not warning against every kind of judging, but against hypocritical, self-righteous judging. In other words, judgmental people must remember that they will be judged by the same standard they apply to others. In the same way you judge others, we as Christians, we too will be judged. There is no place for spiritual hypocrisy or pride. Christians can and must take a stand against sin. But even then, our dealings with others should be marked by grace, mercy, and humility. However, hypocritical judging is the only kind of judging the Bible says that Christians should avoid. The Christian us must judge or discern between good and evil, according to Hebrews 5 and 14. We must make spiritual evaluations of the words and behaviors of others, not to find fault, but to effectively guard our hearts against error and sin, according to 1 Corinthians, the second chapter, the 14th and 15th verse, and also Proverbs the fourth chapter, the 23rd verse. In fact, immediately after Jesus warned against error and sin and warned his disciples against hypocr hypocritical judgment, he says 
Do not give dogs what is holy, and do not throw your pearls before pigs. Matthew 7 and 6. How is the Christian supposed to know who the dogs and the pigs are unless he or she exercises discernment? Furthermore, Jesus warns his disciples just a few verses later, Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. You will recognize them by their fruits. This abomination is given not only with regard to false prophets, but also concerning anyone who comes in the name of Jesus, but who by his actions denies Christ. According to Jesus, this kind of judgment is considered right judgment. According to John 24, 7 and 24 rather, and is strongly encouraged, we are to be, that's us Christians, as wise as serpents and innocent as doves. And wisdom demands that we be discerning, according to Proverbs 10 and 13. And when we have discerned rightly, we are to confront those in error with the truth about their sin, with the hope of bringing them to repentance and faith. Whoever brings back a sinner from his wandering will save his soul from death. The true Christian speaks the truth, not merely what he believes to be the truth, but the truth as plainly revealed in God's word. The truth, especially the truth about good and evil, exists independently from what we feel or think. Those who reject or are offended by the truth simply prove the power of God's word to convict the heart of man. For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit, of joints and marrow and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. True enough, my brothers and sisters, we are not able, Christian folk, we are not able to tell or discern what a person's heart is, but we can look and discern his actions, their actions, and even our own actions. What this is saying is, it's not saying that, that we can't judge but don't be hypocritical about it and understand this too. How are you going to judge somebody for something they're doing when you're doing just about the same thing or better yet, how are you going to use the Bible to convict somebody of the wrong that they're doing when that same Bible will convict you, convict us of the things that we're doing? God is a God of mercy a God of forgiveness. We have all Christian folk know good and well that God does not give second chances. Hold on for a minute. He gives another chance and another chance and another and another and another and another chance. We have all fallen short of the glory of God. The problem, I believe, is that sometimes we forget where we came from. The Bible is full of characters in that book 
that have done some things that were contrary to the will of God, and God used them. In fact, one of them was David himself. David did so many things against the will of God. He murdered, he committed adultery, but yet still he was a man after God's own heart. I would advise you to read the Bible and see why that is, especially that story. You may find yourself in that Bible. There's a lot of things and a lot of people, my brothers and sisters, that have done things contrary to the will of God, but were still favored by God. Why? Because they knew how to repent. They trusted in God and they brought whatever sin they had to God. And they told him about it and he forgave them. But after he forgave them, he did tell them, go and sin no more. We don't keep doing the same thing over and over. And just because God forgives us does not give us the right or the license to keep doing the same thing over and over again. You know, God's going to get tired of that sooner or later. And we have to deal with the consequences of our choices. We always have. But Tupac made a song out of it, as I mentioned earlier. Only God can judge me. That's not true. But it sold him plenty of records. And it changed the thought process of many young people. Sometimes we need to be judged. We need to be told. But how we're told is a different story. We don't beat people upside the head with the Bible. We're not supposed to be Christian folk. We're not supposed to be uh, prosecuting attorneys, judges, jury, prosecutors, persecutors. We're supposed to be messengers. And what we do is we take the message the same way God delivered, the same way Christ delivered the message to us. We delivered the message to them. We press ourselves toward the mark of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. We too have been once into things that we are not so proud of today. We have to remember where we came from. We have to have a little transparency. I'm not saying go around and tell everybody all the things that you've done in your life. That's not everybody's business. But you know, one day you're going to run across somebody who's going through or in some of the same things that us good church folk have been in once upon a time. And with that, we are supposed to take into consideration what Jesus did for us. He went to Calvary's cross, gave his life for all of our sins, for any sin that it is that you may have committed. And just as he forgives us, we should forgive them. But we have the tendency as good church folk to sit up and look down our noses at people who are in or possibly going through something that we went through once upon a time ourselves, but through the grace and the mercy of God have found ourselves forgiven. And the Bible tells us that we become a new creature when we accept Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior. I'm telling you the truth, my people. There are things that huh, some of us just won't give up. But then there are things that the word of God, when given to us by the right person, and, and even in the right manner, communication is great, but presentation is the key to a lot of things. How you talk to somebody really means a lot. You can talk to somebody with 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 a little love and a lot of respect, 
and you can get them to understand. You may get them to understand, but not everybody in the Bible tells us that too. If you go to somebody and you try to talk to them and, you know, be polite and, and with the love of God, and you go to them with the love of Christ as well, and you're doing it and with love, and they still reject you, the Bible tells us to shake the dust off your feet and keep it moving. You know, we can't, we're not, we're not Jesus Christ. We're not little gods. What we are as human beings, and all we have is the word of God. And we heard it, the word of God will change. It will change people. Not the word of God changing, but the word will change people. The word of God is going to do two, one of two things. It's either going to drive you or it's going to draw you. It will convict you. And if you have any Christ in you, if you have any moral compass in you, then that word, whatever it said and when it said and how it said to you, will do something to you. It will convict you. Hopefully then you won't harden your heart and you'll do something to change. God will help us to change. He helped me to change. Oh, did he help me? One of these days I'll tell you some of the stuff, but I've already told you some things. A lot of it is not for you. A lot of it is for the person who is going through just what I've been through. And if you think that you haven't gone through or you're not going through, just keep living. Keep on living. I guarantee you, if you're not in something now or on your way to it, you will be there before you leave this earth. That is a guarantee. You will be into something or somebody that you wished you never had a part in. But God, there is a but God story. And God, let me tell you something about divine punctuation. Man can put a comma. He can put exclamation marks. He can even put a question mark in your life. But God is the only one that can put a period. And right now, I'm going to put a comma because it's time for me to go. And I'll talk to you all later. Share this podcast with a friend. And like I say, I'm not trying to get you to think like me. All I want you to do, my brothers and sisters, is think. Share this podcast with somebody and sit up and talk about it. You can judge, but watch the hypocritical judgment. And don't forget, as you are ju- as you judge somebody else, you will be judged by the same book that you're calling somebody else to. God bless. Talk to you later.